Hello, Tesla Nation. You're watching The Tesla Life, a show by the Tesla community for the Tesla community. Yes. <laughs> Hello. You notice I didn't say uh, with your host, Mark Coughlin, because we are markless. <laughs> For the moment. But we do have a French dress babe. That's right. Yes. <laughs> wearing a, a French dress and uh, some sort of cover. I don't know what the proper name for this cover is, but my grandmother, her great-grandmother, purchased it for us. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. You can see it without right. a bid now. <laughs> if, that doesn't, if that doesn't make you guys donate something in the chat, I don't know what would. They <laughs> can't because the Mark, Mark, didn't, Mark didn't turn on the button. You'll have to do it over on our channels. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you, David. And then uh, Hockey Day also got the weather right everywhere. It's just darn hot. Like, you can see me sweating even though the AC is on. I woke you up? I'm sorry. Oh. Okay. okay. Yeah, okay. we're the lucky little corner of the country not embroiled in a heat wave right now. Um, I, I almost didn't make it to the show. Um, my fine. car went in for service yesterday. <laughs> and... Uh, it was it was scheduled to be done at four o'clock right now, and I told them I'm doing the Tesla Life show and I can't postpone it. It has to be done by three, and they said yes, sir. Worse <laughs> for me. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, it was uh, it was all the Tesla Life card that I played that made it happen. No, I'm I'm obviously kidding, but uh, um, I told the story about how my coolant heater had gone out, which is funny. The it's a coolant heater. But um, <laughs> sounds would... sounds sounds oxymoronic. Yes, it does. <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, so that happened in March, and so that got replaced. Um, came with a pretty big bill, and um, but as part of that, of course, they're going to refill all the fluids, and and so then all of a sudden, uh, 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 Monday, I got this notice saying uh, coolant levels low. I'm like, well, what? How can this be? I just had that filled up, and and uh, so. I assumed it was related to that, and I, I scheduled the service. They got me an appointment for the next day, um, so I took it in yesterday at, at four thirty. So they actually got it done in twenty two and a half hours. So I don't know if that meets Elon's new goal of most cars being able to have same day service. It was less than twenty four hours, so it met that goal. Yeah. Um, but uh, the initial estimate was two hundred and fifty bucks, and then I. I, I uh, approve that. And I wrote them a note saying, Hey, it, I just had this other service done on the coolant, uh, heater. It seems like it's probably related since, you know, I've had it five and a half years and I've never had this problem before. And now you fix this part and that happens. Um, so if it's related to that, um, please make this, uh, uh, will call or a goodwill service is the, I think the right phrase. Um, and they said, sure, no problem. If we find it's related to that, there'll be no charge. And then, uh, about an hour later, I get an update to my estimate. And I'm thinking, oh, cool. They changed the estimate. It's going to be free now. I open it. Nope. nope. Now it's $500. <laughs> the price double. I asked nice. for it to be free. And they said, nope, take your estimate and double it. <laughs> yeah, so mine mine was similar. Like they, they fixed some sensors in the coolant lines for the AC system. And then, then all of a sudden, magically, the coolant was low on the AC system. And I said, well, the only people to touch the AC system were you guys. And they said, $400. Pay up. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello, everybody. There's Mark. Mark. Mark's email is broken. I I was lost. Not, he can send but not receive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Twitter, Twitter to the time. rescue. 
<laughs> Thank goodness. Thank goodness multiple lines of communication available to us these days. Yes, I would have to send an international text. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We've just been swapping well, uh, service stories while we waited for you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for getting the show rolling, guys. Let's get right to it. First story of the day is uh, Giga Texas. Uh, the Model Y SR, which uh, we had heard previously was just being delivered to employees, has now moved to the stage where they were giving it to people around Austin. So people Delivery. in Texas. They don't, they don't give. I mean, oh, that would be well, so awesome. I'd love a free Model okay. Y. <laughs> I guess give is a relative term, yes. <clears throat> give as I long as you give them Texas some money. On that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, the, uh, the alert went out uh, to people that were surrounding Austin. Some uh, even pretty far away from Austin were getting alerts. And now we hear uh, that it's gone beyond even that. So people in Colorado, people in Florida, uh, people in other states are starting to get uh, alerts. So uh, we are uh, we're interested to see that uh, they've now got uh, it rolling where these uh, SRs are going out to multiple people. Hello, Evan. How you doing? Yeah, shout out, to no Doc, shout out to shout out to Evan, long time uh, Tesla lifer who we haven't seen in ages. We'll have to get you on one day, Evan. Please let us know when you're available. Please. So uh, yeah, the uh, the the cars are now being offered to people in other states, and this is a new development. Uh, we're also seeing that some of these people are starting to make some videos about their cars, uh, uh, providing details about charging. Uh, providing uh, details about that curve in charging. Uh, mm -hmm. And we can see that most likely, uh, like the original SR Pluses that went out, Tesla's probably still monitoring the charging abilities and speeds. And uh, they are certainly examining it for the, uh, uh, the well-being of the pack and wanting to make sure that uh, everything is on par. So probably not going to see full charging ability until Tesla's quite sure uh, that the new pack is operating the way that they had uh, uh, wanted it to. So uh, that's uh, that's something to maybe temper your expectations uh, as you start to see in these initial reports start coming in of people indicating how long it takes to supercharge. There's two other things that would play into that as well. One is they're not going to want a run on the Texas cars. And two, Giga Berlin is apparently, allegedly, getting the capacity to install uh, structural packs now. So mm -hmm. maybe at that point, after they use the real-world fleet data from these guys and turn on Giga Berlin, then we might see what they're truly capable of. Yeah, this is, of course, all speculation, but, but you're right. I would not be surprised if a year from now, 18 months from now, after Tesla has been able to collect quite a bit of data on charging curves and, and other things, that we, we might see both um, a higher peak charge rate uh, possible with these 4680 batteries and maybe even a range boost for these uh, cars that are being shipped now. Um, yeah. Both of those, uh, you know, Tesla's done things like that in the past. It's certainly possible now. And and it makes sense to come out with his, uh, everything set conservatively as it first rolls out. Yeah. I mean, Tesla's been sandbagging since the Model S. I mean, the Model S 40. Right. Well, yeah, they, they, they found that if, if, if you take things away from people, they get pretty upset. But if you yes. give them more than they expected, they're fine with that. So it's better to err on that side. Yeah, the supercharger <laughs> network. Um, yeah. Everyone's happy except for the competition. 
There, there is that part. There. <laughs> the next question I have is, how are they getting around this whole uh, anti-dealer law in, in Texas? Yeah. Are have they just willing heard, to take it on the chin when they get sued? Have not heard anything about uh, someone actually being delivered in Texas and if they had to go through extra hoops. Or did Tesla just do that before the delivery? So the customer really had no clue that the vehicle left, came back, and was stamped in that way? Or... Are they just circumnavigating the law and, and just They're breaking the law? Sue us. Personally. Or I wonder, I mean, maybe the car doesn't physically have to leave. Maybe just some of the paperwork has to be done in yeah. another state. It could be that. And and they have the, um, you know, whatever server processing that happens uh, in another state. and then yeah. Or, the, or the customer has to be shipped out of state and brought back. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. A free trip to an Oklahoma casino and back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> on, a, on a personal level, I do want to see them breaking the law so they can have standing to challenge it in court. Uh, as a, an investor, I don't want that. Uh, but I mean, they don't really—they're not really standing on anything here. They're violating, uh, other than now, now that Tesla stupidly became a Texas company, uh, they're violating internet uh, interstate trade law. Other than that one little key detail. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I don't think they're probably throwing caution to the wind here. I, I think there's well, some sort of plan. It's just that it's just that we're we're not aware of it. Right. And the other thing is is with these SRs, I would love to know the number of batteries that are used in it. How many cylindrical cells the 4680s make up in the SR pack? Yeah. Uh, how much does it take up? Uh, but we can't, of course, know that until maybe Sandy Monroe gets his hand on one. Uh, I thought that that no number one... came out. I thought that uh, I yeah, saw that somebody recorded. said there was eight hundred and some cells. Yeah, how can they say eight twenty-eight? I'm not sure the validity wow. of the source, so I'm not sure if that's that is correct or not. So wow. So think about that. The original Tesla had over seven thousand, um, right? Not uh, or the Model S, and so now they're down to less than a thousand. That's impressive. Impressive. No, it would be even less than that, right? Because it's the 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 twenty one seventy to the forty six eighty, wasn't it a four time, a four time uh, update? Like, wasn't isn't it basically four times the volume? Sounds right. Yeah, I don't remember all the uh, battery day numbers off the top of my head, but yeah. So. It, it... Uh... It's uh, it's certainly something that we'd like to see confirmation of, and we'd like to know. Has that structural pack, does it have extra room in it? Because if it does, that means, of course, they'll be able to bump it up even higher with a few more cells uh, to fill in a void uh, to get it, you know, to the the range uh, that the current 2170 has uh, in the long range. Um, we'll have to see if uh, of those kind of things. But we, we really won't know that until someone breaks open a pack, and I don't see that happening anytime uh, soon. So, but it is Let's interesting. satellite office. <laughs> <laughs> that they've started now to move them outside of the state of Texas. And apparently you do have to have a, a reservation already in play. And what Tesla is doing is they're basically emailing individuals and letting them know you do have the opportunity to move into an SR uh, if you would like uh, a, a more speedy delivery. Uh, so there is uh, that's typically how you're getting it. You're not able to sign up for it on the website as of yet. Uh, but we will see uh, as time goes on if uh, they start to uh, make that uh, make that change. Because I gotta believe that production speeds are starting to ramp up in Texas. I gotta believe they're they're starting to get the uh, 
the hang of things and uh, that uh, they'll start to uh, push out more and more vehicles. So they're going to have to open those floodgates at some point. I just don't know how soon that will be. Yeah. All right. I'm curious if they have the, the Berlin-style paint, paint plant at Austin. Right. Mm. Right. Next, uh, I want to talk about this uh, budget reconciliation bill. And I really want to lean heavily on Casey and Patrick since uh, this is their country. Uh, I don't really know anything about this beyond what I've seen on a few videos uh, and some uh, banter on Twitter. Uh, but uh, what I understand is that, of course, uh, the uh, Biden administration uh, tried to pass a uh, build it back better uh I guess, a bill uh, previously that got cut down and had to be broken up in pieces in order to get some of it passed. And I understand that, uh, is it Joe Manchin out of um, West Virginia uh, yep, was the one that basically was holding it up. Uh, he's a Democrat uh, that was not going to vote for the uh, second part of the bill uh, because there were things in it that he did not like and um, had been holding back that. But from what I understand, uh, he's given signs that he's willing to move into a compromise position and sign this while the Democrats still have, I guess, uh, the, the, the seats uh, or the votes uh, that they could actually pass this uh, bill. So what's happening with this, guys? Um, I'd like to hear your uh, opinion on this. This is the one I missed. I'm I'm no okay. fan of 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 Mansion. Um, Is anybody but, um, on any side? <laughs> yeah, um, he's he's a horrible person in my opinion. But that's just he, my he opinion. He sometimes does what you want him to do, no matter who uh, you are. <laughs> so this this new version has um, concessions in there specifically for him, yep. and it's carbon sequestration for coal plants, which I think is just a huge boondoggle and a waste mm. of taxpayer money. But you, the, politics is the art of compromise. So uh, if that's what it takes to get the other things in there that we desperately need, uh, I guess that's the way that the sausage is made. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish they'd get back to compromising on stuff. I mean, as long as everybody's upset, then, then hey, we did something. But if, if one side is just <laughs> running away with everything, then, then we've, we've, we've done uh, messed it up. <laughs> right, so we've put a, a link... Uh, in the notes today that uh, if you would like to see a video on this made by the Now You Know guys, um, they did a pretty good breakdown, allowed me to understand parts of this, and I'm not even involved. So uh, I think it's a kind of a good overview uh, for you to take a look at. And uh, and then they've got an action plan uh, if you want to support it and uh, let the senators know that uh, you want it to move ahead or not. So uh, I would suggest any American that has... Uh, uh, that has an idea as to what they want the Build Back Better plan to be uh, to start uh, letting their senators know uh, because I guess it is coming down to the wire because there is going to be a midterm vote at some point uh, that uh, can change up the seats and uh, mm -hmm. that may change up the votes. So uh, hopefully uh, we can get some of this green plan passed. I, I certainly love to hear about the, um, the wind and solar uh, the offshore wind, especially for the East Coast, yeah. it certainly sounds like something that the U.S. should get involved with uh, in order to uh, collect some of that uh, green energy that is uh, 
uh, abundant on that East Coast uh, and uh, certainly would help the power grid. I'll tell you this, air pollution does not respect political boundaries. That's very true. Yeah. Or social economic boundaries. Or Them either. Other. Well, yeah. it, it, it does lean heavily on where you dump it, but uh, yeah. it does still spread too. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's one atmosphere. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Well, speaking about the Model Y again, yeah, uh, we've we've got um, an update uh, that uh, Tesla is now beginning to take orders in Australia, New Zealand, and Japan, uh, as well as a couple other uh, Asian Pacific uh, countries. And uh, here, here's something that's no surprise: there was a huge uptake from those countries. Right. And uh, in fact, they've got overwhelmed rather quickly i believe us australia uh got a um uh, a bump already uh just the same day as to delivery times because they basically sold out 2022 uh for the model y immediately nice. so uh elon had uh, put a post in twitter uh, indicating that they weren't expecting that much of a demand and they're going to work harder to get um, more uh vehicles uh, to uh, Australia and the others that have ordered it. Uh, so they're mm -hmm. hoping to push down those numbers, um, those those delivery days uh, for those people to get those cars because obviously there is pent-up demand as there has been across the entire Tesla market. Um, so I'm, I'm just not surprised. a big surprise when they release it to a new country that's right. never had it before that you're going to have a run on them immediately. Who would have ever thought that uh, that you release your most popular product ever to new markets that it would sell out? I mean, who could have ever predicted this, Mister? <laughs> I, I, it's going to be our best-selling car. We're going to make Model Y over everything because it's going to be our best-selling car. Oh, oh, mm -hmm. I didn't expect we would sell so many. I didn't Come expect on, we would sell a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's yeah, up with so that? It's 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 glad uh, I'm glad that Evan's uh, watching here today because uh, however many years ago it was when they did that reveal event. When uh, they kind of un they kind of downplayed it, and we were all saying, uh, "Why are they doing this? This is going to be the their most successful vehicle ever." And uh, down in the corner of the stage in the shadows, right? Yeah, they they <laughs> uh, unlike a lot of their others where they really hyped them up and showed them off. The the Model Y reveal was uh, just not as exciting. It was and, the and, ugly uh, stepchild, wasn't it? And yeah, after a fifteen yeah. minute recap of the history that we'd already had four times that year. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> They were anti-selling it, and yes. uh, yeah, and uh, even with that, it's still it, it, we 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 totally predicted it that that that, that was going to be their most successful, and uh, yeah, it, and it and it, it has certainly come is, to be. and it yeah. just it just continues to to set records, and uh, as they release in these new countries, we see that it's no different. It's going to continue uh, to to uh, you know set these goals. So, not. Not a real huge surprise there, but uh, it seems to be a surprise to Elon. So, like you said, I, I don't think that's genuine, um, just based on what he said in the past about it. I don't think that uh, that uh, it's a surprise to anybody, really. Maybe just like they expected it to be like 100,000 sales and it was a million sales. I mean, that would scare the crap out of me. <laughs> if I was like, oh, how are we going to fill these? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah, have big projections possibly. and you get even more than that. <laughs> it can be both. Yeah, they could have expected a lot and still got even more. I mean, I mean, so, uh, the the gas price, uh, the petrol price uh, did did rise quite a bit from when they made those initial 
projections and, and a lot of folks had some surprise income and you, you might have run into more people than than the model suggested yeah gas prices sure do make people think about uh buying an, yeah. an electric vehicle yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly there's Especially never when... been such a a strong interest in evs uh once gas prices uh basically went up you know by uh 40 50 60 now almost 100 percent yeah, I was looking at so, the prices that uh, that Anders shared uh, this weekend, and oh my goodness! <laughs> exactly. So um, <laughs> let's uh, let's take a look at this video All that right. uh, was shared by uh, Jay in Shanghai. What do we get a load here? of this? So oh, it looks like a tree true. fell on something. And what is it? Model three. Oh, it's a model three. <laughs> wow, not a tiny tree. It's a low rider now. <laughs> that's that's a huge tree. Yeah. That is a crushed vehicle. Well, I wouldn't say that crushed. What? But yeah, notice the, the, the <laughs> notice the roof line. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it, the, it uh, looks like it hasn't it even up. dented the A pillars or B right. pillars. I mean, it's clearly had a better day, but it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't look like it failed to do its job there. <laughs> There's an understatement. It's, it's, it's seen better days. Absolutely. <laughs> but uh, it, uh, it's, it's, again, testament to uh, Tesla's safety record uh, that mm -hmm. this vehicle is built uh, to withstand impacts. And uh, that certainly was an extreme uh, circumstance where that, that looked like a, a quite a quite old tree uh, fell completely on the car and uh, didn't even appear to uh, crush the roof. Uh, obviously, yeah, the glass it didn't intrude into the cabin the space. Yeah, yeah that's what awesome. do you mean you didn't buy this car for all? What do you mean you didn't buy this car for environmental reasons? I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> There's Tesla supporting trees. Well, support. <laughs> oh man. So uh, yeah, you safety your uh, cool car first and got mad. <laughs> and we, we did have a link also in our Twitter feed. If you uh, don't know what that is, that's uh, at the Tesla Life. You can join the Twitter feed and follow us throughout the week. Uh, there was another car that uh, this one zoomed into the trees, into the forest, went up on its side, and uh, again, driver only walked away with minor injuries. So that was, a, uh, that was an interesting one as well. Yeah, I have no idea how you get a car up on its side partway into a forest uh, medical, without trying. Medical that, emergency. Uh, that is definitely uh, some mm. sort of uh, maneuver. Uh, yeah, he had, to, he had a medical that. emergency and uh, planted the, the lightning pedal and uh, oh, and launched it. Yep, came out with a the hefty bill, a hospital bill, a new car bill. Uh, had to buy a new dishwasher because there was a dishwasher in the back. Yeah, they were transporting a dishwasher too. So. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, yes. I've not heard this story. Did you get the picture? Um, let's see if I can find it. I know so we... I'm piecing together here. There's a war going on between Teslas and trees. <laughs> well, you know, the cardboard forest uh, reached out to its cousins, and <laughs> right. Yes, this has been not many chapters in this war. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, so if you zoom in, you can see the dishwasher box right there in the in the there rear it seat. It is, and, yeah, right on the yeah. white seats. That is an incredible crash. Um, yes. Whoa. Yeah. 
So uh, the war on trees continue. <laughs> the trees are winning. <laughs> yeah, they won those two rounds, that's for sure. Yeah, against exactly. the car, but at least the drivers. The occupants yes. were fine, yeah. Were, yeah, that's that's great to hear. Exactly. So we've talked about You this, know what it is? Uh, the trees have Tesla stock, and they're trying to sell more cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what it is. Uh, we've talked about this uh, previously, uh, and Elon, of course, has uh, prompted us again that uh, they're looking to help improve service. Yeah, that's what Patrick led in with. So uh, they uh, they're looking to have get this two thirds of uh, service to be performed on the yeah. same day uh, that is reported or or booked in, and uh, and they have outlined uh, that they are looking to streamline the service uh, experience uh, by dedicating certain bays to certain procedures in larger service markets so that they can have uh, uh, an easier stream of vehicles that are going to one particular bay, maybe for infotainment uh, problems or another bay, particularly for um, uh, shock issues. Uh, so in larger service uh, situations where they've got larger bays, more people, they're trying to streamline uh, the work that's being done uh, to certain types of work uh, that, uh, you know, if you're you're doing the same type of work over and over again, technically you get faster, you get more efficient at it. And they're thinking that uh, that might be a way to help the service experience um, instead of uh, pushing uh, these jobs to different people all the time. If you've got some experts that can help, uh, then uh, that might be a way to speed things up. Um, so. didn't, didn't they already do this? Because when I had my 2016 in for its first service, uh, after driving the four hours to the service center, because uh, mobile service was a hundred dollars plus per mile at the time. Uh, Whoa! Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I, uh, they pulled my car in, and it was uh, one of the things they did was the uh, the the two year service. And uh, and as soon as they pulled it into the bay, a clock above it started, and I asked them what's that, and they said, if he's not done in time, then uh, he's clearly not knowing how to do his two year services because all they had for sale at the time was a model. Uh, Model S, so. Right. <clears throat> well, it's, um, it is a time game is what they're saying. What I'm, what I'm mm. thankful for is that when they realize that service has to be performed, we didn't get the same notation that we've gotten previously, that the best service is no service. Yes. Um, I'm glad yeah. that they dropped that uh, because servicing is going to become a larger concern the days we move forward, the further we go into the future, there's just going to be more and more cars on the road, more and more Teslas out there, and service is going to become a thing. So mm -hmm. let's get prepared for it. Let's start ramping up and, and knowing that um, as these cars start to come out of warranty, uh, that there are going to be some service items that are going to be required on all these cars. Now, yeah. I'm not saying they're going to have as much service as a, as a nice car. Definitely but not. I am saying that some service is going to be required and there's no way you can get around it. Uh, yeah. There are going to be service uh, issues that are needed going to be addressed on these Tesla vehicles. Yeah, And I know this isn't the Ford life, but uh, this weekend, Ford, uh, this last week, uh, uh, Jim Farley was pointing out all the ways that he's going to copy Tesla. And uh, he pointed out that, uh, that going EV, they would have a lot less service revenue uh, for the very reasons that you pointed out. But 
and also, as you point out, you want the whatever service does need to be done to be a good experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so my car's out of warranty. It's five and a half, almost six years old, and uh, I've had it in twice this year already. So they're getting money from service for me. Yes. Um, as I was said at the beginning of the show, I, I, I uh, literally just got back, drove in, came up, parked, came, and, and got on the show. Um, just from get, picking up my vehicle from service. I dropped it off last night at 4.30, and uh, I said something like, uh, I assume I won't get an estimate until tomorrow morning when you guys start working on it. And they said, no, they have technicians working until 1 a.m. And so uh, I would get an estimate that night and mm -hmm. um, that they would get started on it and I'll be able to pick it up the next day. And that's the way it worked out. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it, it, uh, so, yeah, that's uh, they've already got people working till 1 a.m. So uh, yeah. they, my, my they, local that, center that indicates demand, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, my local definitely. center, they, they, the last shift uh, ends at 11 at night. So 2300. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah yeah the city is closed then so the, the commute is like you're, you're home in 10 minutes no matter where you live <laughs> <laughs> that's nice yeah definitely. <laughs> next casey's got a story for us about superchargers ah, does yes. casey know which one i'm pointing to yes so this one uh they are now at the thirty-five thousandth supercharger site and that is cool. a significant milestone uh, i believe this Stole. was in china uh, this is in uh, Dongzhou Tesla Center in Wuhan. Yes, so we talked a little bit about that this, this weekend. And uh, over quite, 35,000 yeah. stalls now worldwide. Considering that in 2012 there were zero stalls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder how that compares to other fast charge. Like uh, if you added up, I don't know, EVgo and Electrify America. Probably what percentage and, they are of the world? Yeah, I mean, do, do the others even. Uh, do all the others combined even add up to this much? No, they don't. <laughs> no. no, no, they yeah. are they are getting significant, and all of them together are certainly a larger number than any of them separately. Uh, but uh, you know, they're they're getting to the point where they're going to catch up. There there can be that point coming, uh, but as we know, the problem with uh, these other charger groups is first of all they're separate and controlled by separate entities. And the other big thing is uptime. How yes. how often Reliability. we had that report just a few weeks ago mm -hmm. about uh, about uh, that half the charging almost half the charging sessions ended up in a phone call to the support center. Yep, so right. that's that does that's not happen at Tesla chargers. Like right. it does not happen at all. Close to that number, not even not even remotely close. Unless they've been uh, vandalized. Travels, in all yeah. my travels, I've never had to phone Tesla about a, a charging issue. Right. Uh, unless, unless there's bad firmware, which happens very rarely, uh, vandalism, which happens more frequently, or uh, something wrong with the site, like somebody ran into the transformer or something, or the just the region's power is out. Uh, you, in, Except in those rare cases, you only see one to uh, eight chargers out, depending on how large the station is. And if it's a V2 or V3 station. Well, there yeah, was the that others time are finally this... coming along. Go ahead. The, Pat. The, uh, plug and charge was a big step forward. Yes. Um, so that is now a standardized protocol. That's, that's part of it. If you're in their network, you plug in, it does all the identification of your of vehicle and account and, and authorizes that. And it just works. So that's one small step. And now we have to deal with all the, the other things. If EVs are going to be, 
the way that most people have their own personal transportation, these problems have to be solved. It has to be, it has to be easy, easier than a gas station. Yeah. VinFast is giving away either a free charger or free charging for life. Oh, we'll see how long that lasts. I would take the free charger if I were you. You got to pay monthly for the battery. That too. You do got to pay monthly for that battery. You got to pay monthly for the battery. There's no free ride. So it, uh, that's going to be interesting business model to see if that flies uh, in North America. But uh, that's something It hasn't that's worked yet. Be, that's that's, that's Worldwide. something that only they have introduced here in North America. So that's they're true. They're the first ones to do it here, yeah. First to try it. So, But elsewhere in the world, it's never worked. For long, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's true. I don't think I've heard of one it working in a, another major EV brand. So, right. better place went out of business. I don't know that yep. Renault still does it, but they they tried it. Mm-hmm. We will see. Yeah. We will see. Get this. This story was kind of interesting. Um, that um, oh a yeah, this one city in China uh, at the start of the day started to block Teslas from entering the city from outside areas. And they were blocked, get this, uh, because of a Chinese leader, um, X Jinping. 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 Apparently, he or his administration or both uh, believe that Tesla are foreign spy cars. They have an issue with Tesla, of course, recording uh, on their eight cameras. And uh, they believe that some of that information can get to entities in the United States uh, that uh, would want to view uh, the travels of uh, the leader of China. So they, uh, in response, have uh, blocked Teslas from entering the city that uh, he was visiting for the day. So, uh, but they didn't and, block this video of them blocking the Tesla. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you got to start somewhere, Patrick. <laughs> so, they, they also so, made the critical mistake of allowing them to install the supercharger across the street from the palace. Well, you know, you can't get it all the first go round, I guess. But uh, this is interesting that you know Tesla's always said that the that the camera recording uh, that happens for Chinese cars stays in China. It, it's separate servers. It doesn't come to America. It doesn't connect to anybody else. But of course, again, uh, China being a we see what it is. Country it's, it's that called, is that it's is, called projections because this is what they would do. They would say that they don't do it, and then they would do it anyway. So they right. assume that everybody else is doing. Everybody what they would does do. it regardless <laughs> of what they say. So this is kind of interesting. I I didn't think this would be taken in this way but you know it's uh, you know there are other groups that 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 uh, don't want a tesla on a military base uh, even in uh, the us they don't want them in certain areas restricted areas uh, because they don't want the car to pick up anything uh, they don't want to be available to be hacked uh, because it's picked up some some data on the cameras they they they'd rather it just not be there at all in the first place and this is kind of what's going on here in China, just on a bigger scale. Yeah. So, so Tesla's just the tip of the spear here, though, because a lot more cars are becoming connected. A lot of other cars are getting cameras. It, this is 
the way the future is going to be. I don't know. There used to be a lot of places when, when cell phones first came around that said uh, um, no cameras, no smartphone cameras. Uh, and now all those signs are gone unless it's really a military base or a secure place. Like there everywhere. were a lot of... <laughs> yeah, the, the, there were there were spots that had that for that, that didn't need it. It was like, just like public places. Paranoia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, you don't want me to go in Seven Eleven because I have a camera in my pocket. This is while well, you're watching crazy. me with a camera on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> remember, remember the blow up about Google Glasses and yeah. people yes, losing yes. their minds over that. Right, that one scared the crap out of people because you have this camera that's like always aimed where the person's looking, basically. And right. It's a little yeah. unsettling, I understand, but the, the reaction was blown out of proportion. If you're wearing them in the locker room or something, okay, yeah, you're perving out. But but, <laughs> but out, yeah, yeah. Just, if you're on the street, that's a public space. Exactly. Everybody should assume that there are cameras pointed at them for one reason or another anyway. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, next, Patrick's got a story about the Tesla stock. I what do. Yes, I do. Uh, so... Um, Tesla has now announced that it's going to have a three-for-one stock split. So uh, the split itself, uh, we talked about it on the show several weeks ago, but uh, we were speculating, is it going to be 20-for-one like Google and Apple are doing? Is it going to be five-for-one like Tesla did last time? And now we have the answer. It's a three-for-one stock split. So um, as these are always done, it's being issued as a dividend. Yeah, for every stock that you have, you will receive a dividend of two more. So for every one you have now, you'll have three after this. And um, if you think that just made you, you know, triple the amount of money in Tesla, that's not how the math works. This is kind of just like <laughs> making change. Uh, yeah, so uh, the uh, the value of each one will be one third of what it was before. And uh, the the I talked about how I have a, a one share hanging up on the wall. Well, it was one share, and then it became five shares, and now it's going to be fifteen shares. Yes, <laughs> this one. You better reinforce that because it just got a lot heavier. <laughs> That's right. Yes, uh, and also in this article, they uh, commented how uh, Larry Ellison has decided not to stand for re-election on Tesla's board. He'll be stepping down, and um, uh, they don't say why. And uh, some people, yeah, who who knows why? He's got his own reasons. If, if I were that rich, you even being on a board, only if you're meeting quarterly, you still have fiduciary responsibilities and other things. And you have, I would, I wouldn't be doing you're it. You're going to leave your private <laughs> island and everything. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I have to leave my private island again. No, no, I'm done. <laughs> he is a major shareholder. So uh, is he going to sell his shares as part of this? That's the real question. I don't care whether he's on the board or not. Um, is he going to be selling his shares? And I hope not, uh, just because right. I would like to see the stock go up. <laughs> well, that'd be one exactly. last bit of controversy because he's he's a not a very popular guy in some circles. Yeah, well, you can uh, say that about story, several people on the board. Go ahead. You can say that about a bunch of people at Tesla. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Next story we're going to take a look at is, uh, of course. Um, Starlink. Uh, we talked about this previously about Hawaiian Airlines becoming the first major airline to get Starlink on flights across the Pacific. Well, we've now got another vehicle that's going to be taking Starlink across the Pacific and the Caribbean and other places. And that, of course, uh, is uh, the cruise line Royal Caribbean. They have announced that they're going to start to put Starlink uh, on their ships, their cruise liners. 
And uh, actually, we got a photo right away of uh, some installation that was going on. So we can share that oh. right here. Do they have Ooh. to pay the extra RV fee? <laughs> yeah. They had, to, they, had pay, they had to pay multiple mobile business service. account fees. <laughs> oh, yeah. So here it shows them uh, installed on the deck. Uh, two, four, five, it looks like, down the one side. Are they the business um, units or the regular ones? They look a little bit like It looks... Well, they're the, the new style, right? That's a little yeah, bit the more rectangular. rectangular. Right, but the business um, one is rectangular as well. It's just fatter than the... Uh, on the home one can't tell about if these are bigger than the regular ones or not there's no banana yeah. for scale it's hard to exactly tell. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah so they're uh now going to be uh put on uh these particular ships and tested out if you take a cruise let us know if you uh, happen to see some starlinks uh attached to the outer decks and let us know how the service is what uh what you thought of its speed uh, maybe do a couple speed tests while you're on your uh, your cruise. Uh, while you're lounging by the pool, uh, you can pick <laughs> up some uh, signal and, and try it out. Yeah. I had a mixed take on this one. Like, one, it's good for the customer because Starlink is better than, than, than geostationary um, internet because they don't have cell service out there. So uh, <laughs> it's not like they can, can, can have very many choices to choose from. Uh, and it's good money for Starlink to, to complete their mission. Uh, but at the same time, cruise ships are ecological disasters. Mm. Well, they are, yeah, they certainly burn fuel. And uh, that's absolutely true. Um, hopefully, uh, you know, they're following regulations when they come to port, they plug in uh, so that the motors are not required in order to uh, uh, keep uh, the amenities running uh, while they're at port. Uh, but uh, Casey, you're, you're absolutely correct. Until we get to a point where uh, they're either hybrids or uh, they are starting to use more and more batteries and can be self-sufficient themselves and with yes. some sales, then uh, they're going to be a bit of a, a bit of an ecological disaster for the foreseeable future. What would we call that, Patrick? <laughs> Until we get to a future that's free from fossil fuels. Fossil fuels. <laughs> Got it. I did just see a story about an electric tugboat. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Saw that too. Yeah. So here's an interesting story. Uh, this is someone that has caught on to what Tesla has been doing with its superchargers. Oh. Uh, there's a company called uh, Stack Charging or Charger that has uh, decided that they're going to build out uh, some of the uh, infrastructure for a third party charger that is similar to what Tesla does. And I think this is a, a great idea uh, because Tesla has already shown the way of uh, what makes sense and uh, what systems work. And uh, this particular company is just kind of following in what they see being effective for Tesla. So we've got this photo that we're going to uh, share here. Boom, here we go. And uh, this uh, artist rendering uh, is for a location that they are uh, getting built in Baker, California. So Baker, of course, is in the popular um, route between Los Angeles and Las Vegas. And uh, they're looking to uh, put this up. It looks like they've got a whole bank of solar panels with chargers underneath. 
and uh, it looks like they're uh, going to be building a little hospitality center uh, with a seating area and uh, some place to get out of the hot sun, uh, either underneath those panels uh, or within the air-conditioned building, uh, which most likely will be some sort of uh, offer some refreshments. So that's good. Very cool. It's proven to work. Yeah, so this reminded me of the stuff that the Portland Airport did. Um, it's it's not quite as cool as that, but, but way back in the day, 2012, de a decade ago, we were having an electric car event, and uh, I was going to the airport to pick up Paul Scott, the, the famous Paul Scott uh, founder, one of the founders of Plug in America. Uh, he's in the Who Killed the Electric Car documentary. Really cool guy, and he was coming to speak at our event. And um, so... I'm of course not going to go in a gas car to pick him up. I went in my Nissan Leaf, and uh, uh, there was no place to charge up there except at the IKEA that's near the airport. So I went early, plugged in at the IKEA, uh, uh, walked around there for a while, and then went and got him. And, and when he when he landed and took him to the event, but um, with with at airports nowadays, they don't want people pulling into the pickup area and waiting. They ask you to keep keep going, and so instead of just driving around in circles, they have set up a cell phone waiting area. And at first, that was just a gravel lot, but now they've put in amenities, and it, it's got a, a coffee place called Dutch Brothers. If you're local, you know that one. Uh, it's got fast food. It, it's got a Seven Eleven, um, and they also have an EVgo charging station there. So now uh, you can go there and charge up while you're waiting. And uh, yeah, so the having things like this in convenient spots that allow you to do other things and charge that that's the way it needs to be. Uh, I'm, Casey, what's cracking you up? I missed it. Uh, Hockey day posted an Elon joke. Uh, Elon did the let that sink in joke. <laughs> they will have no choice, but to let me in. For those of you on the podcast, uh, Elon's quoted, uh, I'm dressing as a sink on Halloween as they'll have no choice, but to let me in Elon. Um, when you knock on the door, somebody says, let that sink in. <laughs> Dad, Dad jokes. <laughs> uh, well, uh, yeah, so uh, that's uh, kind of interesting, Patrick. I know that our airport here in the GTA, uh, they're doing the same thing. So, so charging has appeared in the cell phone parking lot. We don't have uh, places to buy things yet for a drink or whatever, but what a perfect location to yeah. put in a, you know, a quick convenience store or a fast food outlet because more often than not, people are just late. waiting and <laughs> would like to bite to eat or a drink. And yeah. that makes a lot of sense. It's yeah, I, I was looking at what uh, has expanded in that area. And there's, um, I mentioned the Ikea, there's the cell phone spot, but there's also a uh, Buffalo Wild Wings that has charging. And um, there's a Tesla destination charger at a... a, a airport hotel that's that, so yeah there's lots more options than there was a decade ago <laughs> we, we just have pavement well, no gravel no gravel you've, you've moved the pavement okay. yes <laughs> you still got a ways to go casey place to charge place to eat places to buy stuff I, yeah i'd like that yeah <laughs> uh Especially next story find uh, security now because the sneaker bomber and all them people so move that stuff to where everybody can access it yeah, because that's what it was before there was an issue with 9-11, right? Is that right. Mm -hmm. they were making airports basically malls. Yeah. Anyone could yes. go into the airport 
and shop at the uh, centers that they had within. But of course, now everything's on the outs outside of security. So uh, there's a lot less room uh, to put this stuff in. And of course, they don't get the foot traffic anymore. Right. But uh, uh, waiting area is, you know, waiting for flights to come in is certainly one of those areas where you could you could have some of that ability back. And they're captives because they had to show up a half hour before the plane lands. Exactly, they're captives. They had to wait for yep. the deboard and be, be delayed, and then find out it's delayed. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that's all that stuff. Absolutely, we all know that dance. Next, uh, this is kind of interesting. Uh, at uh, a, an employee rally that Elon was at, uh, where he was uh, indicating uh, to the group of employees where Tesla's going, what they're doing. One employee asked Elon, where will the next Gigafactory be built in the United States? And Elon took that in and he indicated that it may not be in the United States. He may put one in either Canada, Mexico, or the United States. Uh, he's opening up uh, the market in North America. Obviously, Tesla's looking for some sort of East Coast area uh, they've talked about previously. Uh, and um, this uh, this is kind of a surprise that he threw uh, Mexico and Canada into the mix as possibilities for the next Gigafactory. Now, he quickly said, this year, we're just concerned with building up uh, quantity volume. That's all we're interested in. So that is, you know, he's, he's not talking about building a Gigafactory or announcing one tomorrow, but it is kind of interesting that uh, he is looking at some options now, and some of those options lie outside of the United States in the other two countries that are part of North America. So I am really pushing that we would love one in Ontario on the East Coast, I'll mention. Uh, so uh, we got some great border points, lots of room, but uh, we will see. Uh, does Is Ontario in the mix or not? I'm not sure, but uh, it is interesting to see that uh, maybe he's – ramping up uh, the ability for people to get involved in the race. Maybe that's all this is, because, of course, Tesla loves the competition. As uh, yep. Tulsa, uh, they definitely like a competition. And uh, I would say to my premier uh, and uh, my prime minister, uh, let's get involved early. Uh, let's not let this slip through our fingers. Let's let's start uh, helping out and seeing if we can we can make this happen. That would be great. Yeah, so there are a couple of good things going uh, for Canada. The the ability to get around some of the uh, tariffs and other fees they like to put on Teslas because they're luxury, uh, mainly because they're freaking expensive. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, then you have the customers right there, in addition to a skilled labor force. Uh, but then on the flip side of that, you have a lot of inexpensive labor available immediately in most any places they could throw a dart in, in Mexico. So. So, oh, solar roof. Good point. Mexico would be better for solar roof. Oh, Because <laughs> you guys have sun down there. It's like we don't have sun in Canada. Come on. Uh, but Hockey Day points out that Quebec has cheap hydro. Quebec has a completely renewable grid. Yeah. Uh, they've got a lot nice. of hydro uh, available to them, a lot of water uh, that uh, powers the electricity in Quebec. In fact, I believe... It's the cheapest electricity rate in all of North America based on the amount of renewables uh, that Quebec has available to them through the multiple dams, uh, hydroelectric plants that they have through the province. Yeah, and then Akide also points out that uh, because of the av availability to get that power where it needs to go, uh, you guys lost the LG plant. 
Yeah, mm. exactly. So you've got to build the plant in a certain area. You know, there's a lot of things to weigh. Logistics, getting stuff into that plant uh, for the raw materials. And of course, uh, being able to ship uh, time-wise uh, to the, all the different places uh, that those vehicles are going to be sold in. So it's a it's a delicate uh, balance that you have to to weigh. May also have the pointed out that uh, that you guys have a lot of the minerals. You've got both the nickel and the lithium. Yep. <laughs> yep. That would be uh, Northern Ontario has a lot of nickel. So uh, and uh, actually, a few deals have already been signed by Tesla based on that. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, you don't have to worry about transmission if it doesn't have to go but across the street. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, with that, I think we've wrapped it up. Um, I think uh, we'll uh, call it a night. Um, Casey, what do you got going on in your channel to let the people know about? So I, I once again, have, uh, have not figured out how to... Uh, <laughs> how to, <laughs> to be how to... super dead and have... Uh, all these other things pulling at you, right? So I, I've managed to get the live shows go, uh, keep the live shows going uh, despite all the challenges we had, particularly last week, uh, with the uh, you know members of being in the hospital and uh, and then maybe giving us a maximum of two hours of sleep. <laughs> uh, but uh, there are quite a few videos that I've got on deck that I need to just sit down and, and edit. Uh, but uh, then on Sundays at one ten p.m. Eastern. Uh, you can join us for a, uh, a chat about whatever's going on in the world of EVs. And, you know, we do, you know, I drive a Tesla, so we, we touch on Tesla a lot. But um, it's just a little more around the whole industry at that point. So if you're interested in that, just come on over to youtube.com slash Casey Green. That's K-A-C-E-Y-G-R-E-E-N. Very good. Very good. Patrick, I have a question for you. You've got the OEVA shirt on. Yeah. Um, your meeting happened last week, uh, your monthly meeting there. Uh, did you find out if it's hybrid meeting? Do you guys actually put it on the internet or is it strictly in person now? It was it was strictly in person this time. Yeah. Okay. And um, I'm, I, I don't know. There's still a pandemic going on, people. So I'm not going to these uh, right. in-person in events. A friend of mine just said, hey, do you want to go to this really cool concert? And I'm like, no. <laughs> in a in a you know a, 10 years ago that would have been great in the in the before times i would right. be like yes i totally want to do that but uh yeah i i uh i i'm i'm fully vaccinated and all but i'm still just uh there's no reason just, to, to yeah. go yeah long covid not no joke <laughs> yeah exactly yeah so uh, they they, so, they uh, did just approve uh shots for children under five uh, i'm waiting for oh, this really? one to turn six yeah. months old so i can go get her shut up and then uh that will be more comfortable taking your places. Yeah, I could see if, if you're a, a parent of a, a young child, this I, I'm stressed. And if I had a young child, I'd be even worse. So, <laughs> right. I mean, I'm not like like uh, to the point where I won't leave my house, but uh, but I'm right. also not going to fun events or meetups or whatever that uh, there's right but you're know, not afraid of the grocery store <laughs> like, yeah, you're exactly like, yeah, we go to yeah. the grocery store or not with her <laughs> yeah <laughs> right yeah um home delivery is a great thing have you, have you um uh just let people know about your uh your blog oh yes right uh so here it is right there carswithgorge.net <laughs> and uh that whole uh story about how uh my uh, uh coolant heat pump uh or coolant heater went out I've, I've, I wrote that in real time as it was happening back in January or in March, February, March, but I 
waited. I didn't want to publish it right away. So um, I just put the finishing details on that. I, I want to be able to look back with some perspective and not just mad because something broke. Um, <laughs> I don't want to be a whiny child about it. So uh, uh, so that's going to be publishing very soon. You can hear that whole saga of uh, uh, a ski trip gone wrong and how uh, uh, we, we still made it back fine and the whole saga. So the problem was very that your good. coolant was too cool. That's right. Yes. Did it I do it right? Heater. <laughs> yep. I knew this dead joke thing. <laughs> Too cool for school, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I wanted to ask you, the viewer, if you haven't already, please give us that thumbs up. Uh, press that subscribe button if you haven't already. That helps us out. doesn't cost you a dime, and you support the show. Also, uh, you can follow us through the week at The Tesla Life on Twitter and The Tesla Life Numeral One on Facebook. We want to thank Patrick for his help uh, in curating the Facebook, and we want to thank Casey for his help in putting on these live shows. So thank you both. Uh, really appreciate it. And uh, with that, come back next week, next Wednesday, and together we will find out what's happening in the Tesla life. I'm interested to see why Berlin has done this. Stay positive. <laughs> Test negative. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I thought that was Lee Moon's music. It was a, it was a previous Tesla life show. I was like, why am I hearing yeah, I was going, that doesn't sound like Lee Moon's music. <laughs> Thanks, Lee Moon, by the way. <laughs> for, for Not for that comment, though, but for the music. <laughs> for, the, actually, for the actual music, yes. Actually, I wanted to stop it and start it again. If that would... No, that didn't do it. I was thinking if I stop and start oh, it, I guess we're not gonna have Lee Moon's music this week. But we'll have it next week. At the end, yeah. We had it at the beginning though. So we'll catch <laughs> you guys on the flip side. Good night, everyone. Bye, everybody. Have a great week.